0: Hello, welcome inside the Inside Source, the official TV podcast for the live student-led production hub here on the campus of Abilene Christian University in Abilene, Texas. I'm your host, Joseph Chapa. Alongside me, my man, Connor Mullins. On the phone, Hutton Harris, our TV director. Hutton, Connor, how are you guys doing this morning? Doing good. Just looking forward to the WAC tournament this week. That's right. Hutton, how about you, man? Season, so we'll see. All right, well, we'll go ahead and take a look at the bracket. We'll break each matchup down um, and especially talk about ACU. Um, we'll start with the women's bracket, um, and so we'll start with our, our, our Wildcat women playing today. Um, again, for those of you listening, we're airing this um, today, Monday, March the 6th. Um, And the women do play today at 2 p.m. Central Time against Sam Houston, um, ACU. Uh, Both teams, it's funny because both are in that 8 and 9 kind of column. So both at the top of the bracket. Um, But, Connor, I'll just start with you, man, just giving you the floor. ACU women's basketball going up against Sam Houston. Sam Houston's 12 and 17 on a four-game losing streak. ACU's on a three-game win streak. What do you kind of see there?
1: When you look at tournaments, what I always look for is trends heading into the tournament. AC being on that three-game win streak, I think that's only going to continue their momentum into this tournament. So I think they'll do well today against Sam Houston. They beat them last week in Huntsville. So I see them making it out of the first round. It's that second-round matchup against SFA that I think could cause some problems for them. But they've played them close a couple times this season, so I still think this women's team... Could catch lightning in a bottle similar to the men last year making it all the way to the championship but it's really tough to win five games in five days to get it to the end and so i i think i like the chances for this woman's team and good enough is going to have this team ready to go after last year's first round exit she's not going to want to have that again so i'm looking forward to seeing what the woman have to offer and I think they'll be okay in these first couple of rounds.
0: Yeah, you talk about the trends, I think, for Sam Houston, four-game losing streak. And against Tarleton, you you lose to overtime against uh, UTRGV. So some tough losses, not necessarily... Uh, blowouts. And on the opposite end, for ACU, the three-game win streak, I mean, Southern Utah, the number one team, or or previously during that time, uh, was the number one team in the conference. Still one of the best teams in women's basketball as a whole. Um, And then against Seattle U, was kind of a yucky win, you know, in those 40s, 50s, but it was still a win. Um, And you were able to carry out that three-game win streak. So I definitely agree to look at trends. Uh, Hutton, what about you, man? What do you say about the uh, ACU women's basketball today against Sam Houston?
2: Yeah, I mean, I I agree. I I think that uh, looking at the trends, them winning three in a row, really does help Julie Goodenough's squad. Again, kind of looking back over the last three or four years, this has been kind of a a wild ride for the ACU women's basketball team. They were so good in 2015-16. Again, they weren't eligible to actually play in the tournament. Um, And then, of course, Julie Goodenough's team had a magical ride with the men's team in uh, 2019 and went on to play Baylor after winning the Southland Conference uh, Tournament. Maddie Miller, who is a senior this year, a graduate student technically, was on that team. And really, ever since that moment when they played Baylor, they've been rebuilding and it's different in women's basketball than it is men's basketball. Obviously, Um, you need shooters and slashers and ball handlers and not so much power as you would see in the men's game. And so I really like Bella Earl. I really like Aspen Thornton. I think those are two good building blocks. Addison Martin is a great building block as well. But Maddie Miller is really the heart of this team. And so really, as she goes, they go. And so that's what I'm looking for over this tournament. And uh, if she can average 15 and 8 or something, and you get help from Martin and Bella Earle and uh, Thornton, they have a chance. They really do. Uh, Similar to the men, they can beat anybody when they're really hot. Um, And you can just look just a couple of... uh, Really, just last week, when they they beat uh, really the the number one team in the conference. So, um, again, excited about this tournament for them, but there's definitely some work to do if you're the Wildcat women.
0: And I think that's true for I mean, both ACU women's and ACU men's basketball. Both coaches have said this that when they can beat anybody in the whack, they can also lose anybody in the whack. That's just how good of a conference um, the Western Athletic Conference is. I'll say this about the women's uh, team, and, and I do believe they will beat Sam Houston. Um, I think we'll kind of it, – it's too early to tell. Like, some of these games, because you go on and play the gauntlet like Stephen F. Austin, um, I believe that would be a Wednesday, right? Um, I think so. They win tonight – or this afternoon at 2. Um you would have to see how they play and how they win today, um, and you also want to like hold on to that trend because that's that's four that's four in a row. Um, but I do want to say this is that the all uh, newcomer team with with Aspen Thornton with Addison Martin coming back. From um from that medical red shirt, you add Malia Langstaff. Obviously, this is her last year, first and last year in the purple and white. Um, so you want to go all out with her and Maddie Miller at the helm. But I do want to say that no matter what happens, I think AC women's basketball with Coach Julie good enough with those pieces. You have Bella Earl. I mean Zoe Jackson off the bench. I mean you have some really great pieces. They're they they're in the for the long run, you know. They got a really good team, especially that one-two punch of Thornton and Martin. Averaging, they can get you fifteen a night, you know. Um, but I think we're in for for a good kind of like this stretch, or at least for our time until we graduate Connor um, for Ace Human's basketball.
1: Yeah, they're just a young program still. They're only yep. losing Miller and Langstaff, and so next year when they come back, they're gonna have a lot of experience under their belt, and I think that'll only help their chances in the future with Martin and Thornton getting those 15 points a night, that's, that's going to help them a lot in the future.
0: Yeah. Uh, before we go on to the uh, WAC men's bracket, um, what other matchups stand out to you in this kind of first round for um, the WAC women's basketball bracket?
1: The one I look for is, oh, if I had to pick one off the top of my head, man, uh Utah Tech and Utah Valley. I like the Utah matchup. I think that'll be a fun one. UVU's not been great this year in women's basketball, but I, I do think they, a 12-5 and five seed, you always got to look out for that That's one right. in any, any bracket, right. so I'll look for that one. I would say, you know, I'm looking
0: for the Vaqueros. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I just... Um, Shocker. Yeah. <laughs> talking to talking both programs, I mean, you know, they, they feel confident. I mean, you know, um, I think for them, Ayana Dorsey, is, you have a player like her you know, she made All-WAC second team. Um, she could she could be a candidate for All-WAC first team. But um, just having a player like her, it's kind of like what what you know Brett Tanner says about AC men's basketball is: "There goes Ariana goes." Well, I feel like ACU, uh, uh, UTRGV goes as Ayanna Dorsey goes. Um, so I think you know, look for her to have a big game. If not, uh, you know, some question marks there. Um, I'm definitely looking at that matchup. Um, But I think that wraps up WAC Women's Hoops. Um, Again, ACU plays today, March the 6th, at 2 p.m. against Sam Houston. You can watch all the games live on ESPN+, Plus. as the WAC will be covering it over there in Las Vegas. Well, gentlemen, let's transition to the WAC uh, men's bracket side of things. We'll start. Um, obviously with ACU, and then we'll kind of work our way, you know, with Grand Canyons in the matchups and um, Stephen F. Austin and and, and all those of of the world. But Hutton, we'll start with you. ACU versus California Baptist. According to the analytics, you know, I love love me some analytics. Um, ACU is, you know, the underdogs. Um, I think CBU has like a 60% chance of winning, but Um, Besides all of that, what do you see in Tuesday's matchup against California Baptist?
2: Yeah, I really think ultimately that the men um, match up well against CBU. I I don't foresee them losing that game, even though analytics, as you say, may tell us differently. ACU really depends on two things number one they depend on defense and they want to force those crazy turnovers you know that crazy number of turnovers 25 26 something like that and they've been number one in the nation the last couple of years in doing that and their defense is their offense and so you have the older guys Tobias Cameron and Damian Daniels and Joe Pleasant they're not true scorers they are hustle guys and they can score 20 points but ACU depends on their defense to produce offense. The other thing on offense is that they really need a guy to catch fire beyond the arc, and that just means you may have someone like Tobias Cameron or Cameron Steele um, come off the bench and and give you two or three three-pointers per half, and that's what you need. That stretches out the defense, and um, it really gives ACU confidence. The wild card for me, though, as usual, is Arian Simmons. He's, uh, you know, potentially in his last game here. Um, every every game is could be his last game, and he definitely plays like that. And so he's not your crazy defensive specialist, but he's probably the closest thing to a true scorer that ACU has this year. So I'm looking forward to that. And they've beat this, this California Baptist team before, and so I, I truly think that they will come out on top this week in this first game. Connor, what say you?
1: Again, looking at trends, I don't want to be the downer for ACU here, but they've lost five in a row, and it's not been pretty in the last few games. They've had some close ones like they have all season. They've had some one-possession losses uh, that they could have really flipped, and that could have helped them get a higher seed. But I do like this first-round matchup with CBU. They've beaten them before, like Hutton just said. Taron Armstrong is really good for CBU. He's been really dominant the past couple of seasons he's been there. Hunter Jack Madden had a great game in California, had a lot of free throws that he hit. I think he went nine for nine in that game. Uh, and so I like this first round matchup for ACU, but again, that second round matchup. Number one seed same Houston. They've won seven in a row. Quay Grant's been incredible for them this season. He's been really dominant. And they played them on Friday and lost seventy two to fifty four in Huntsville. That's gonna be a really tough matchup. I really like St. Mason's odds of winning the whole tournament, to be completely honest with you, Joseph and Hutton. But ACU I like their first round matchup here. But Coach Tanner knows this tournament well. He did it last year, was able to navigate it and get all the way to the end, just didn't quite get there in the the end and wasn't able to beat New Mexico State. All of this to say, I do think ACU can win this first round. And I I think if they win that second round, the sky's the limit for this team at the end. I think you're absolutely right. And just talking
0: about the CBU matchup before, talking about ACU men's basketball as a whole, (laughs) Um, in that win against California Baptist over there in that West Coast trip when they beat Seattle U and they beat California Baptist, I believe they had four or five players in double digits. Um, that's not something you see a lot out of ACU, but something that they've done really well. And I know they are a defensive team. Yes, that is their calling card. That's how that those are their principles. That's where they hang their hat on. That's how you win championships. But their offense has really improved this season, and specifically being the best passing team in the WAC. Um, I, I believe they average, you know, at least at the very least, if I were to guess, 17 assists a game, and, and I think that's just really good for a team that doesn't have a guy in the half court, unless. He has a hot hand where you say, hey, isolation at the top, get out of his way, go give me a bucket with a minute 10 with 50 seconds left, 45 seconds left. Um, but I think against California Baptist, you want to go back into that defensive style. You want to frustrate the backcourt of with uh, both Armstrongs, really. They have a front court with, uh, I believe his name is Hunter Godrick, um, averaging about seven rebounds a game. So you want to match up kind of with that size. So look for, um St. all season, Cameron Steele to come into the play, You know, provide some of that length. Uh, Even though he may not be that defensive anchor, but when he makes two, three threes in a row, it's like, okay, we got to respect this guy from deep, um, like Hutton was saying. So I really do like them against CBU. um, But again, AC men's basketball, to quote uh, Coach Brett Tanner, they can beat anybody in the whack. They can also lose anybody in the whack at any given moment. Um, But I think what's key for them this season is that one last season, like you said, Connor, they know this tournament well. Then that kind of like that Thanksgiving break, right before Thanksgiving break. You know, you had that Vegas tournament, and I know it didn't go well in their yeah. favor, but you got to experience kind of what Vegas will look like in a November sense, late November sense, and Thanksgiving to now um, here in middle or, or about to be middle of March. Um, but if they do win, we talk about them going up against Sam Houston. If I were just to kind of predict, you know, and again, it kind of depends on how they play on Tuesday does acu a well-coached team having their last kind of veteran group with damian daniels tobias cameron and the crew are they really gonna lose the sam houston three in a row in a season i don't know i know sam houston's really good and, and grant got that player of the year uh knock uh I think it was 24 yesterday. hours ago yeah. yeah but i mean do they really lose the sam houston three and three in a row man?
1: it seems like Sam Houston never. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but it doesn't yeah. seem like Sam Houston always does that well in the postseason. I'll say yeah. that, and I think them being a number one seed is where they deserve to be because they've been really good in the regular season. But it, for whatever reason, when Coach Hooton's team gets to the postseason and they get to the tournament, they kind of fall apart. So I don't. Again, I don't know if that will happen this time around because it seems a little bit different this year, yeah. and, and from the outside looking in. But last year, going back to their tournament, they just kind of fell apart in that tournament, so they lost. And I think in the first round if I'm not mistaken uh, and so again Sam Houston's a great program they've got really good depth this year like they haven't had before in previous seasons Quake Grant's going to get you a lot of points it's going to be really strong on the defensive end but I know how much ACU dislikes Sam Houston and how much of a rival they rivalry they have with him and how much coach Tanner wants to win that game so I, I think ACU's going to turn up for that game but again it'll all be decided on uh, March 9th at, at 2 p.m. if AC wins yeah. their first round and and I've been telling you know people around campus is like
0: I feel like we we're on a you know I don't love the side of the bracket we're on because you know we're in the 8 and 9 range and who would love to be in 8 and 9 range Um, But, you know, CBU, again, analytics versus the eye test. The eye test, I agree with Hutton. You know, ACU is a better team. The analytics, you know, they say otherwise. But let's say they win on Tuesday, then they go up against Sam Houston. I mean, let's say they win that. Then they play against the winner of Seattle U who they've beaten on the West Coast and Grand Canyon and I like to say Grand Canyon there's two teams of Grand Canyon there's Grand Canyon and then there's Grand Canyon and Phoenix now I know that you know Phoenix is like what only like a four or five hour drive from the Vegas Arena so probably and they're gonna have been, a ton of fans there They're, they're gonna, gonna, have gonna have a, ton, have a ton of fans there versus us um, you know and versus a lot of other schools but I still like those two matchups especially the Seattle U one more but I do like both those two matchups Hudden, I mean, you know, I think the bra- I like the side of the bracket ACU's on. I'm glad Utah Valley's out of there and they bumped them down to the 2C. Thank you, whack resume seedings um for that. Um I, I, I mean, I know people are upset about that. Yeah, anyway. I know. It's like all over Twitter. It's like, "Oh, we're the regular season champions." It's like, "Well, man, we're we're, the, we're in the 8-9 range, so we're not <laughs> we don't have much to talk about." But Hutton, I mean, you know, let's say they go out and show out against Sam Houston. You go up against Seattle U and Grand Canyon. I mean, to me, that just smells like another Magical 2019, uh, you know, 2021, now we're in 2023, magical odd year for the Wildcats.
2: Yeah, I agree. I mean, ACU can beat anybody in this conference. They've showed that. They took down Seattle U in Seattle when they were, again, the the top team in the conference for most of the, the season, and Sam Houston State and SFA and... Even GCU, I mean, all of these games were not blowouts. They were pretty close, and it it really just comes down to the other side having uh, a guy that says, give me the ball, I'm going to score 25 or 30. ACU just doesn't have that. So again, like I said earlier, they rely on their defense. And so if they can force turnovers, they can be pesky enough to to stay in these games, and that's exactly what happened last year. Connor and I were there. They, again, started off with Utah Valley and figured out a way to beat them. And then they crushed Sam, or sorry SFA, which was really satisfying, I know, for for Coach Tanner. And then the biggest win of the year last year, no doubt, was the Seattle U game in the semifinals of the WAC tournament. And that then you start thinking, they're just one game away again from going to the NCAA tournament. And, of course, New Mexico State had uh, something special going on last year, and there was no stopping them. And so... That's why March is awesome, because you really just throw everybody in the ring and you say, go, we're playing the same game, but everyone plays it differently. And so do I think the the Wildcats can do it? Yes. I hope they prove me wrong and prove everybody wrong. Do I think they will? No, I don't. I think that they will probably uh, max out somewhere between the uh, second and third round if that makes sense. I think they could win two games. I would not be shocked at all if they ended up in the semifinals. And um, and I, I think they have it. They just need to find it every night. And so um, I would say Sam Houston probably takes care of ACU in this next round, but I'm not 100% sure on that, and I hope they prove me wrong.
0: Well, all we know is that ACU men's basketball, they're a tournament team. I mean, in the regular season, kind of spoil their fans a little bit, but when they get to the tournament, it's zero, 0 And I guess that goes for anyone. Last thing I'll ask you, Connor, is, I mean, you know, you got Stephen F. Austin in the bracket. You got, uh, you know, Grand Canyon and a potential good 4-5 matchup. I mean, what other matchups do you see? I know UTRGB goes up against Tarleton. What other matchups do you like there in the first round of the bracket?
1: I really like SFA and Utah Tech, the 6-11 and 11 matchup. I think SFA is a really strong program, but I, I still like Utah Tech's odds in this one. Cameron Gooden's a really good player for Utah Tech, and they got they got some dudes on that team, too, that can score the ball. SFA, again, doesn't. They're similar to Sam Houston. Don't always perform well in the postseason. They do well in the regular season. Then for whatever reason, they don't always do their best in that postseason opposite of ACU. And so I do think Utah Tech could upset SFA in that matchup. And then Southern Utah in the second round, I really like Southern Utah. They're I think they're a dark horse to win this yep. tournament, in they my are. opinion, yep. at the three slot. Uh, so I like those those two matchups. The other thing I want to say mm-hmm. is for A.C.U. This will be their first losing season since 2016 and 17. More than likely, if they don't win three, because I think right now they're 13 and 15, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Okay. Yeah. Oh, so oh well, with the two wins against New Mexico yes. State, so that'd be 15 and 15. 15 right? and 15. So right so, yeah. at 500.
1: So right at 500. So they haven't had a losing season since 16 and 17. So they got to win yeah. a couple. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's just disappointing, you know, for Coach okay. Tanner, but uh, I think they're in a good spot for next year bringing bring back all those guys, but they still lose a lot.
0: They do. And, you know, I think the future of AC Men's Basketball, um, again, just looking at the future, talking with them, it's like you're going to have to do a lot of recruiting this off season. but before you even think of that, you got to think of March the 7th and take it one game at a time. Um, and if anyone can do it on both sides, it's Coach Brett Tanner's team and it's Coach... Uh, Julie good enough team. So From the ACU fan, from the ACU side of things, best of luck to the Wildcats. Um, They were um, just great um, colleagues, and you know, allowing us to cover them and tell their stories all season on ESPN Plus and in all our other content here at ACU TV. So we want to wish the best of luck to the Wildcats and represent uh, us well here in Abilene. Um, Well, Connor Hutton, that's all all we got to talk about today, guys. Um, We'll just have to tune in for the rest of the WAC tournament, and then we'll hop back in here and analyze uh ACU's performances and other things that sent out to us like kind of like that Stephen F. Austin Utah Tech matchup and maybe UTRGV and ACU women's basketball will match up um, there in the, in the uh, championship for the WAC. But uh, we'll just have to wait and tune in. Well, that's all we have for you today, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for tuning in to the Inside Source here on Spotify.